Blog Talk Radio. Take a moment of silence for Brother George Floyd, Breonna Taylor, Ahmaud Arbery, Eric Gardner, so many of the other rest of the ancestors and people were going on through lynching and the USC. This year, you can take this year's journey with we as we start this year Black Music Month. The key of listening to the living legacy and appear ancestral homage. May we. And these are days where we have to ask, why? 
Let's pray for these your souls. Legacy and pay ancestral homage this evening. We also honor the tears. We honor the blood yet warm on the ground after weekend of protests around the world. Violence brought on by people in uniform with guns brought in by the government brought in to say, remove them by any means necessary. And who was the they? Who was the them? Not the protesters, but people who are interlopers, people who are paid to come in and incite violence, people who are white supremacists that use this as an opportunity to try to get to what they've wanted, to get more people caged up, more people dead, especially those with skin of brown and black tones. Sadly, we don't have the musicians and the artistry of the 60s that brought out songs like this. We thank you, Ron Lizey. We thank you, God bless the dead, Isaac Brothers. We thank you, those that passed on and those that still live from the Isaac Brothers for giving us something we could tune into. Unfortunately, we're tuning into it in 2020. Still asking that question, why? Still hearing machine gun bullets, as we say, AKs today, ringing out with gas in the bullet chamber with rubber blowing out people's eyes. And again, the question, why? 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 
This is Queen Quet, head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. So glad that I wanted to tune in one more again to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station. Most of the time, Hunter Chiller know I come from the dome, but this year evening I'm going to take you a little bit on a journey or something where I've done trip down from the people on GullahGeecheeNation.com. So if Hunter don't catch all, you can go on your honor. If you ain't done, subscribe. Please do to GullahGeecheeNation.com, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E. N-A-T-I-O-N dot C-O-M. I've been writing these things called Corona Chronicles throughout this pandemic that we are still in, that people fail to realize has not ended around the world. In the midst of a pandemic, in the film industry, we say the, the camera pans left for you to now see violence, brutality, murder, things that now have people needing therapy because we as the black family witnessed the murder, the lynching, the death by kneecap, by kneecap. The medical examiner, just as I was coming on the air, got out in Minnesota and announced that definitely the autopsy shows the death of Brother George Floyd is due to being asphyxiated because of that kneecap of a cop being put on his back. While we're doing all of this, here it is that Michael Slager in Charleston is trying to get out of prison after these years, after he murdered Walter Scott. And like they said, he actually wasn't found guilty of murder. It was other lesser charges. And so he's trying to get that vacated so he can walk the streets again. I guess he wants to join his boys that have done things like murder Breonna Taylor in her home in Kentucky because they had a warrant for somebody else in a different house at a different address. Killed her, murdered her, and then took her boyfriend who fired some shots back downtown, locked him up for attempted murder. Meanwhile, this is... Days after, this is, what, a week. We hadn't settled in our minds yet when we really knew about Ahmaud Arbery, who was killed back in February. We were just getting the information, and people were just starting to do protests and things for him with this ex-cop and his son who murdered him here in the Gullah Geechee Nation in Brunswick, Georgia, when all this happened. When we got into another bloody summer, it feels like I got into DeLorean and went back. And time is ready to go back to the future, though, a future that's better than this, a future that has to rise like a phoenix from the ashes where racism is not tolerated. It's not normalized. It's not expected that you have to be concerned that the boys and girls in blue would just kill you. That's unacceptable. But then when you think about the historical legacy behind who police are, we have to think to militias, we have to think to patty rollers, we have to think to slave catchers here in the Gullah Geechee Nation. Meanwhile, while people have taken to the streets and cities are burning down all over the U.S. and people are in jails now, close up on each other, with the potential to catch COVID, the coronavirus, while in there. People risk their lives because they say, well, look, one brother 
said a very apropos statement. He said, listen, I can clean up from corona, and I probably will survive that, but tell me what is it that I could do that would stop the police from killing me. There's nothing for that. Black people in North America have tried everything. They've tried decency. They've tried order. They've tried religion. They've tried praying. They've tried appealing to moral conscience over and over and over and over and over again. They dress nice. Then they started not caring how they dress. They dress whatever kind of way. They don't give a flip. You profile them anyway. Then you say, well, no, maybe that's why, because they're dressing like the criminals, the people treat them like the criminals. No, people getting stopped by the police wearing your good church clothes, wearing suit and tie. That doesn't make the difference. The difference is not that. Our skin we don't change in and out of. We don't hang that up at the end of the day. This shall who God make we for be, that's who we be. So no one else, because their skin is different than ours, has a right to deny life to continue to flow through this skin, this melanated black gold richness that we have. No one has that right. But right is not a word we hear often in the black communities in North America associated with the United States of America. Right and righteousness are not words we often hear coming into our neighborhoods, not when something's been done against us, not when yet another one of us is dead. And now we got three during what is turning out to be what I saw in a vision was going to happen, a very hot and bloody summer. Cops in Charleston were literally running people down the street, chasing folks on foot and standing there with automatic weapons in the center of the main drag at Calhoun, where John C. Calhoun still rode high on his horse. Now people are upset because people are bringing back the issue, and they have gone and defaced and toppled many of the Confederate monuments, many of these symbols of enslavement that ride high in too many cities, especially in the South. So people are wondering, well, why go there? The main issue was you were supposed to be taken to the streets for Brother George Floyd. But what happened to Sister Breonna Taylor? Let us not forget her. Let us not forget Brother Ahmaud Arbery. Let us not forget them. Let us not forget that there are so many people that were lynched. We'll never know all their names, and we're saying now, say their names. Don't forget, say their names. Well, Eric Garner's name is one we should have all thought of as soon as we heard George crying out for his mama saying, I can't breathe. We heard this before on film. So where my Corona Chronicles had primarily been just that, a chronicle about what we're dealing with during this corona pandemic around the world. I thought it would still take the frame of, you know, sometimes chastisement, especially of Gullagishis who are not wearing masks and not practicing good social distancing. I thought it would continue to be things that my background in medicine would cause me to reflect on and ponder as they put out new information. I thought it would be knowledge sharing that I could put out there. I thought it could be something of inspiration to people 
who are trying to find a way to just do what we're all doing now, taking for granted that our brothers and sisters can no longer do, which is breathe. Just to breathe. Just to breathe. I thought it would be that simple. I thought it would be that easy. And as I thought about writing one, I don't write just frivolously. I write and I speak when I have something truly to say. Otherwise, I don't want to talk to folks. So here it is that tonight I decided to let the words that were on the paper, one might say, but actually on the screen speak, because I think they've said what I really want to say on this issue. So I'm going to read to you tonight, which many of you who are my listeners around the world, I don't know who this shall be. This is your queen, quite head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. You've tuned in for many, many years here to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station, and you've heard me over the years sometimes read to you from books. Well, this time I'm going to read to you from my blog at GullahGeecheeNation.com. Now, I hope you subscribe, as I said before. I hope you're also following at Gullah Geechee on Twitter, G-U-L-L-A-H-G-E-E-C-H-E-E, because we are tweeting various things you need to know, like the fact that actually I would love to do what we always do in June. This is Black Music Month. So I usually just open and we get to mellow out and we get to just enjoy. This is also hurricane preparedness time. It's officially hurricane season. I would have liked to just come on here and get on your case about being prepared. But nobody was prepared for what happened all over the world last weekend and people poured out into the streets to join us in protest over a black life. Another man done gone. Another sister done gone. Another brother done gone. So I'm going to share this with you tonight, and we're going to close out from there. Um, I, again, just want to thank the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition members for continuing your membership and continuing your support of this program so that we have this opportunity that even in the midst of all of this to broadcast to you, thank you for the continued support of Gullah Geechee TV throughout all of this that you have been watching and we've been gaining more and more viewers and more and more supporters. There's going to be more new episodes coming up. But I especially appreciate the fact of all of you who follow our Facebook fan page for Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio, as well as the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition that you can find at gullahgeechee.net, gullahgeechee.net, and you can find our Facebook fan page and follow where we post about these issues daily, and also those who are followers of the Gullah Geechee Nation Facebook fan page. You all should have already read this, but I know that with Facebook and those mediums, y'all like to see pictures and memes. Y'all don't necessarily click the link. So I decided tonight to use my voice so you can hear me. Corona Chronicle 6, trying to find peace where black death rests. Fortunately, God and I communicate directly on a daily basis, and God has a way of ensuring that I get the message before that I need before I proceed. The message yesterday came via a Facebook memory showing me overlooking the water from my balcony in South Korea. At first, I was surprised that it had already been a year since I had been last been to that country. Next, I paused and enjoyed the peace all over again. I felt myself back there, meditating as the sun rose. 
As the day went on, reports of the increasing numbers of coronavirus cases and deaths in South Carolina came in as I was also checking to find out details of the tropical storm that already made its way to and touched down in the Gullah Geechee Nation. I went out to fulfill a project and came back to cook. I glanced at the TV screen to see a city that welcomed me actually on fire. Yes, my people in Minnesota are in the streets and buildings are burning because of the death of Brother George Floyd. I couldn't stand there too long watching the flames without hearing the song Ohio start playing in my head. I thought of the bloody 60s and how this is another summer that will go down in the history books as one where black blood ran hot in the streets, including the blood of Brother Ahmaud Arbery. I thought of how the people had no time to think about whether or not they would die from infection from COVID-19 because we had to consistently try to find ways to stem off black death from the virus of racism that has infected and affected America since the colonies began to form. A mass amount of images flashed in my mind with bodies hanging from trees, guns in black hands, black people using their last breaths to say, I can't breathe. I heard now mingle with the verse a whole lot of soldiers. I see them marching. Which soldiers? The deacons of defense, military, or those of Erica Badu's song? Maybe all of them are clashing in the middle of a sea of black folks' blood spilling once again on North America's soil in the midst of a pandemic, but not due to COVID-19, onslaught of racism in all its forms. Just as the entire global black family takes some time to catch our breath after holding it to watch what would happen as states reopened and folks went out uncovered, i.e. without masks, all because of the thing that our enslaved ancestors also looked forward to, a holiday. More death came. Young black people killed one another at parties and in communities as if they needed to assist with our global grieving and the emotional instability that the black community is consistently faced with, even when there isn't a pandemic. Those deaths get ignored because folks have normalized so-called black-on-black crimes since Folks tend to kill those that are in closest proximity to them. And, but interestingly enough, ignoring the extreme numbers of white-on-white -white crime throughout the United States and around the world, the same way they are ignoring the deaths by viruses, we are now inundated with the new news cycle that is distracting people away from paying attention to what the politicians are not doing for the people. The consistent wagging the dog, go check out the movie Wag the Dog, prevails as black people are enraged and then depressed because another brother or sister has died at the hands and knees of cops. Folks are looking away from the cause of it all, systemic racism, which has never provided equity or equality to people of African descent in America. Folks are looking away from the human rights work that many of us have done and continue to participate in to bring about global change that not only allows black and indigenous people to live, but to have a high quality of life that allows them to jog, walk, shop, and simply live safely with that in place. We can breathe. I pause. Take in fresh air. I give thanks. I can breathe. 
We take that for granted. But for Brother George Floyd and Brother Eric Garner, I won't take it that way. Each inhale is for them and for their families. Each inhale is for the entire black family to settle our collective heart and mind and get focused to strategize. Each time I run, I do it for Brother Ahmad Arbery. Each time I pray, it is not only for them and their families, but for Breonna Taylor and her family and community. The seven folks shot protesting over her dead body. The numerous black folks whose names we will never know that the police murdered brutally for simply being in the Black Panther Party and for people accused by someone Anglo pointing a finger in their direction or making a lying telephone call that one of us had kidnapped their children, that they had killed themselves or that we were in a place doing something that they thought we shouldn't do. I remember each one of the black deaths caused and celebrated by white people. The horrifying irony is that there are photos and videos of the recent murder of a black alligator on a golf course on Hilton Head Island, South Carolina, here in the Gullah Geechee Nation, going around the Internet under which I've seen comments about how folks feel that alligator is symbolic of a black person. That is why, although it may have been one of the largest captured, it wasn't simply returned to the wild in one of our preserves. It was killed on camera as people wrote it, and they laughed and looked on with their children. Those folks looked like those in lynching photos where there were white people having picnics with their children and making sure that they had their children take photos next to the hanging or the burning black body. They often had trucks pull the bodies apart or skin black people in order to give out pieces of flesh as souvenirs. As I thought of all this, I recalled the fetishism with black death that I witnessed at a conference in Chicago when all it took was to name a session Black Death, and they needed an entire large ballroom to hold the audience of whites that poured into it to hear this topic. I sat there and sensed that people were actually in this room presenting on different ways that black people had died in America over time and how it was a black person that was leading this session. He spoke in statistics and historical quotes as he had been trained to do while these academics sat and took notes and were not moved by the horror of this topic. I was the one person that stood up to speak out about how disturbing and inappropriate it was that sessions that spoke to the resilience and survival of people were in small, tight spaces, but this was a session filled with grave watchers like buzzards on posts and how I overheard people on their way to it happily discussing how they were looking forward to the session on black death to only turn around and see white faces to them. This was a study, but to me, this is an abomination. The silence of white people filled the void between the handcrafts of the few woke black folks that were also in this room and were stunned and offended by this topic. They attended like I did because this was a plenary that we could not believe would really be about our people dying. However, the title was not a hook. The discussion and presentations were about black death in a myriad of forms, and the majority white audience lauded over these black people that were so willing to share this information with them. I questioned whether those skinned folks would have been willing to be added to the statistics of black death if it boiled down to fighting for us to live. 
I wonder if they are just somewhere now seeking another book deal when they finish documenting all the black deaths of lynchings taking place at the hands and knees of cops and other racists during COVID-19. Where is their public outcry? In fact, do they ever cry when black folks die? To stop this train of thought at a more peace-filled station, I walked outside to my field, and I picked fresh vegetables, and I gave thanks for the lives of my ancestors. I hear them remind me of the many things that black people survived, and I know that this too shall pass. I pray that when it does, we are the better because we realize we are stronger together. We need to link to one another to help each other live and breathe. I pause. I inhale. I exhale. I give thanks. I keep thinking. God speaks through Facebook again, and I see a photo of me in South Korea last year as I pause from a walk, and I sit, and I meditate. I return to that moment, and I give thanks for peace as I breathe in. And then I stand up to walk on, fighting for justice, equity, and human rights. Tonight I challenge you, if you stand with me, you walk with me, if you're still in this fight also for human rights and equity and justice for all, please email us at the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition at G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. We want to keep up with you and have you keep up with us and the things that we're doing to bring equity into the world, to make this a more, one might say, even fight, a fair fight for people of African descent. And, of course, in particular for me, that focus becomes those African children of the Gullah Geechee Nation from Jacksonville, North Carolina to Jacksonville, Florida. Fortunately... We haven't had any deaths here during the protests that I have been made aware of, but I know that there were many people who were arrested. There were many people who were gassed in Charleston. Thanks to Savannah, they didn't have that. But we know that Jacksonville, Florida, Savannah, Georgia, Charleston, South Carolina, all these places have curfews now. All these places have the National Guard there now. All these people have soldiers out here armed to the teeth for the opposition, dressed in blue. So you know who they're fighting for. Do we know who we're fighting for? Do we know what we're fighting for? This ain't about you busting up in those stores, taking those sneakers and foolishness. This ain't about that. This is about stopping this racial injustice. This is the international decade of the people of African descent. We ought to end this decade on top. 
we ought to end this decade singing songs of celebration and not having to bring back songs of protest. But believe me, if we have to beat our drums to protest, in protest, to unite, to march like Cato, I'm there. I'm there for it. I'm there with you. But this time, we got to think strategically. Think about it. You're drawn out into large crowds into the street, the very opposite thing that we're saying would keep you alive. Think about it. We're the group that's dying off by the virus. You think that maybe somebody wouldn't mind that the numbers have increased now? Ever since the holiday weekend, ever since last weekend with the protests, the coronavirus numbers in South Carolina are going up. Georgia, going up. Florida, going up. North Carolina, going up. Ain't none of them going down. But what needs to be going down is Willie Lynch. Willie Lynch needs to catch the coronavirus and die forever. Because it is time for us, as black people, as children of Mother Africa, to stand united on an issue. Stand up for some people. Don't stand up for these items that these folks can write off on their taxes and about what their losses are that their insurance company is going to pay them for. They're going to take care of each other. They're going to take care of themselves. But are we going to take care of us? Or are we going to turn our heads like so many of you who are listening who were alive in the 60s? You were alive in the 50s. You did nothing then. Well, this is your opportunity to do something now. What if that's your child crying out for you? What if that was your child's last breath? Wouldn't you want somebody to do something and say something? So we get it. But my brothers and sisters, let's say what we're saying in a united voice and don't let these white supremacists distract away from it by setting fires and looting and doing a crazy bunch of stuff and then these anarchists doing this stuff and then detracting and distracting away from the point. Justice for Maude Arbery. Justice for Breonna Taylor. Justice for George Floyd. Justice for black folks in America, and let it not be just us going to jail, going in the ground, being written about the conferences as another statistic of black death. Let us not die. Let us live. We owe it to those who've already gone on to breathe. But let's unite. Let's bring our lungs together and bring that power out of them like a great gospel choir could do. Let's blow. Let's say so. Let's flow until these walls of racism fall. It's up to us, y'all. Ain't nobody else coming to save you. The ones you looking for? Do me a favor right quick. Do me a favor right quick. Grab y'all phones. Y'all love y'all phones. Y'all probably already had them in your hand. In fact, you probably listen to me over your phone. You know what you do? I need you to do this right quick. Go ahead and put your phone how you do to take a selfie. Oh, right. That's who you're looking for. The one you're looking at, that's who you're looking for. Those who are in your house, stand up, look in the mirror. Look at something metal in there where you can see yourself in it. If you clean stuff real good, you might can see yourself in some of your furniture. Take a look. The one who's going to save you 
other than God is the one you're looking for. And if God is within you, there ain't no power against you. There ain't no power against you. My Gullah Geechee family, remember, we be Gullah Geechee anointed people. Don't let the anointing be in vain. Stand up, speak out, but let's do this thing right. Let's do this righteously. Do not let blood spill in the streets in vain. Do not let Brianna Taylor's blood have spilled in her house, on her floor, in vain. Do not forget her either. We got too many that have gone on in the span of what, three months? And as much as I would have loved to just come on here tonight and sing and party because it's Black Music Month, the Spirit said, yeah, there's always still music. There's a drum. And it's time that we beat it in protest of all of this illegitimacy, this racial discrimination, this racialized death, this systemic racism. Call it the proper terms because this ain't about profiling no more. Profiling sounds easy. It sounds simple. People could walk away from turning a profile. Folks ain't walking away. Their families will never be the same. The black family around the world will never be the same, having watched what we've all seen on these videotapes. Beyonce Taylor is not getting as much quote-unquote play from a lot of us because we ain't got no video to share. But trust me, the same way these cops ran up in some Gullah Geechee people's houses in North Carolina just a couple weeks before they ran up in hers, God bless them that they are alive and they're suing. This sister is dead, and seven more people died at a protest over her dead body. And I take all this stuff personally because I'm I'm a professor at the University of Minnesota officially now. I'll be working with students this summer, and we'll be working with them throughout the fall. I would have been in that city this coming fall if it weren't for Corona. I take it personally. I have been honored to be in Kentucky, to be welcomed there, to speak there for the Underground Railroad Network, the freedom. And here, folks ain't even free to be in their own houses and their living rooms. I take this personally. I've marched the streets numerous times. I have a Queen Quit Day in Brunswick, Georgia. So, yeah, if y'all like, yo, Queen Quit is hot tonight, yeah, I am. And it ain't about it being 90 degrees outside because I'm inside with his air conditioner. I'm hot because too many of us are taking this thing too lightly. We're taking it as a reality television show. The reality is these folks ain't coming back no more. They ain't going to breathe again anyway. We pray that they have peaceful crossings into the realms of the ancestors, but in this form, they ain't coming back no more. In the way that their mamas and their daddies held them and their sisters, their brothers, their aunties, their uncles, their children, and anybody else they left behind feel for them. They ain't coming back in that form. So we got to appreciate each other while we're here. And because I love you, because I appreciate you, that's why I took this time out tonight to come on the air, to share, and let you all hear some of what's been ringing over and over in my ears and in my spirit for days four dead. Well, that's three already. I can't count how many others that they won't report on. 
but let's not have any more blood spilling this summer. It's time to get down to business now. It's time to let a phoenix rise from the ashes of all that's already been burned, and let's start anew. Y'all know what to do. If your mama raised you right, you know what to do. Let me let me clarify that. If your mama raised you right, you know what to do. Everybody ain't been raised right, so no, some of y'all don't know what to do. But we pray that you will join those of us who have been out here a long time in the movement for our advancement. We don't be doing that struggling stuff. We in the movement for our advancement. So definitely email us, become members of the Gullah Geechee Sea Island Coalition. You can find us at gullahgeechee.net, gullahgeechee.net, G-U-L-L-A-H, G-E-E-C-H-E-E, ain't no I ain't Geechee for the week, .net. Once again, you can email me to G-U-L-L-G-E-E-C-O at AOL.com. Follow us at Gullah Geechee on Twitter and Instagram. Follow Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio on Facebook. Follow Gullah Geechee Nation fan page on Facebook and follow GullahGeecheeNation.com, our blog that keeps you abreast of all these things that are happening. I also want to take this time before we get off the air, though, to announce a new show that I'm going to be doing that starts this week. It's called Zooming In on Gullah Geechee Sustainability, and I'm going to launch this week on Wednesday at 3 p.m. via Zoom. If you go to any of those social media sites that I just mentioned, you'll see the posting for the link for Zoom. If you email us to the coalition, we'll send you the link and the passcode to get in to be part of the live broadcast. I am honored that the first guest on the show will be Kwame Shah of All Mobile Productions because we're going to talk about sustaining Gullah Geechee musically, sustaining the Gullah Geechee musically. I could not let Black Music Month go by without doing something to honor those who kept up our musical legacy because had it not been for music, we wouldn't be as sane as we are. Thank God for the spirituals. Thank God for that emerging from the souls of our ancestors that has kept us sane. Thank you for the drum. Thank you for those who kept the drum with you. Even when they took it, they thought they took it. We carved out some more trees, and we found ways to make them in the earth, and we continue to shout, thank God for stamping sticks. And I'm telling you now, we have those spirits with us, those ancestors who fought for us to get out of enslavement. Their spirits are yet with us, singing too. So all this summer, that's what you do. Protest, sing loud. And I got to give it up for James because, yes, I'm black and I'm proud. I got a Geechee and I proud. So I'm so glad that you took the time, thought it not robbery, to come on in here and join we this evening. But we definitely are looking forward to the summer and the heat coming more from the sun than from the gun. My brothers and sisters, peace, blessings, strength, and love. This year, the Queen Quet, head from the body of the Gullah Geechee Nation. Thank you, thank you for tuning in to Gullah Geechee Rhythm Radio Station.